You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Attack on Titan After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Attack on Titan After Show. Hey guys, and welcome to the after show for Attack on Titan, where we have a really major episode to discuss today. Mm-hmm. Oh but my god. <laughs> before we get started, joining us today, John Quick. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? I'm back from the dead. Katie Cullen looks surprisingly like Tori Miller today. Way more handsome. <laughs> but yeah. it is Katie, though. She's yeah, just, totally. She's yeah. just a little bald. I, I cut my hair, um, I went I out into the sun. Why did you get glasses? <laughs> Um, I thought they'd accentuate my smartness. Ah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, I can already tell. She still has yeah. the laugh, though. Isn't that right, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds just like her. So Katie slash Tori Miller. And next to me is always the lovely Megan Salinas. Hi, everybody. And guys, I'm Dave Klein. Hi, so, Dave. Hi. Hey. Hello. Hi, Dave. But more importantly, in the background, we have the intro, and that's much more interesting. Oh, my gosh. And right underneath that, we have the Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness. By our producer, Maria Menunos. And you should also go buy the book. So <laughs> It's a book. It's a book. Go buy it. All right. Yeah. Read it. <laughs> and read. And let's go ahead and talk about the show. So let's jump into the very beginning of The Struggle for Trust Part 4. Mm. As we have, it kind of reshows, and we, we're going to start getting this a lot, reshowing things from previous episodes. It's starting. <laughs> hey, yeah. at least it's not as bad as other shows. It, it's true, when you're binge-watching, it can get a little annoying, like if you're binge-watching it on yeah. Netflix or on Hulu. Yeah. But um, but at least it's not as bad as other shonen shows. Like, I quit watching certain shows. I won't say which ones, but there are certain shows that I quit watching because I'm like, it turned into a flashback inside of a flashback while recapping another episode. It's like, I can't do this anymore. I just can't. Right. Well, really, is it any worse than what Game of Thrones does? <laughs> or Sons of Anarchy, like all these shows, they do the recap. But they have like the, the one minute of like previously on, like this. This was fine here, but eventually it's like five minutes long. Yeah, I've seen well, shows. Well, to be where fair, like, there's yeah, also a lot to cover. <laughs> <laughs> and again, if you're watching week to week, and it's like you know something yeah. really significant happened four weeks ago, it's nice to get like a little quick. Re- uh, to be perfectly honest, I don't think it would have bothered me so much if it wasn't on Hulu. Where after you, the entire five minutes was right before another commercial, right. and you're like, oh, Hulu. <laughs> So Netflix would have been fine, but... And now, all of a sudden, Little Mosque on the Prairie. Oh, great. I get to Again. watch this commercial once more. Well, luckily, we don't have that problem watching on yeah. Tsunami. On Tsunami, you're totally fine. Only one commercial break Just halfway the through. tones of Steve Bloom. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> you look forward to those. We, I do, too. But we get re-showing Armin uh, about to kill himself, and then... Well, not about to kill himself. Well, he's about helping to... Mikasa, and he's, like, in the event that, you know... You know, just leave this for me. I'd yeah. rather not get eaten. Right. But, like, and it's re-showing that moment, and then it leads right into at him getting carried away again, feeling like he's going to be a failure, and then suddenly he devises a plan and thinks, wait a second, we've got this crazy psychopath abnormal titan over here who's strangely reminiscent 
And <laughs> maybe I we should. I don't know. He kind of reminds me of Orlando Bloom, to be honest. <laughs> it's, the, it's the elf ears, yes, isn't it? I, I know his official name is like Raging Titan, but I always call him Legolas Titan because he's got the ripped abs, the tasseled hair, and the pointy it's ears. True. Does Legolas like, have ripped abs? I think yeah, he has more shirts. <laughs> You can you see them through the shirt. He's, ah. an, he's an elf. He's got the abs. That's otherwise. What's the point? Come to think of it, why hasn't Legolas been shirtless in any of the Lord of the Rings movies yet? See, I paid Get attention to the fact dress. that he was shirtless, and I called you out on being wrong about that because I cared. Anyway, uh, moving on with the so show. So moving on. And so basically, he devises a plan, and they decide to use. Hey, why don't we use this abnormal Titan? Is that's what at the moment they're calling it in the show? And why don't we use this abnormal Titan? To help us out. And Connie's like, what? You what? No! Oddly enough, Connie's first intelligent comment. (laughs) It's probably his last. Well, when I was watching it, I was like, Connie's me. Because I was like, no, that's a terrible idea. Why would you do that? In any other scenario, like, had this... You know, had what we find out later not been the case, it wouldn't have worked. Right. It would have been a terrible idea, and they probably all would have gotten eaten. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. Especially in a show like Attack on Titan, where everything seems to be a bad idea. Mm. But it's, Well, there are no good options. You basically yeah. just have to work with what you got, and even if what you decide isn't a good option, like you don't really have a whole lot of other choices. Yeah, but since Mikasa thinks it's worth a shot, everyone's like, it is worth a shot. <laughs> so they decide to go with it, and it seems to start working as the abnormal Titan is notices all the other Titans congregating over the supply depot and just starts rampaging in. Meanwhile, we switch over to Jean, who's upset that he couldn't do more to help the people who we see brutally being murdered and Ugh. eaten by Titans. That, those were awful sound effects. It yeah. was just like bone-crunching noises. But I see an opportunity. Or I smell an opportunity, too. <laughs> I, I, I think the thing you would say is I smell an opportunity. I think that's the actual saying. I don't know. People in the comments, please correct us. But whatever. Yeah. Continuing on, so John decides that this is the perfect time for them to sneak by the Titans. And, you know, it, it is. They manage to get through everything, minus one guy who was called Male Cadet Number One. <laughs> yeah. So you think, like, when he got th- when he got out the door that morning, he knew he wasn't going to make it in, right. make it back. Here's your red shirt. Have fun. <laughs> it's like, oh, my name is Male... Why did my parents name me Male Cadet Number One? That's a weird name. It's kind of a cruel oh. joke. So, yeah, because we, we watched with subtitles on, so that was the subtitle, which is Male Cadet Number One screaming. We're like, yeah, that's this poor name. Hmm. <laughs> What you, well, you know, would, would it have been any better if they had put Scott? <laughs> I think it would have been a little better. You're like, ah, oh, Scott. But now you're invested because it has a name. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, oh, well. Melkadet number one never stood a chance. But Jean's upset that he lost Melkadet number one. But what were you thinking, Jean? You were never going to... Melkadet number words, one was never going to make it through. His exact words were, how many bodies did I have to crawl over to get here? Yeah. Right. He abandoned his friends, you know, who were getting attacked by Titans. He abandoned them to die and then, you know, led another charge where not everybody made it. So he's he's putting this all on himself when really it's not really his fault because if they had just continued sitting there, eventually but, well, they would have gotten... Go- yeah. Anyway. Basically, his his stages of ba- more or less becoming Aaron, but he's got but he's getting to it at a stage in which he's already more emotionally mature. He's not a nine year old facing <laughs> all of this. He's you know a fifteen year old kid, but he's you know he's never seen the dark side of life, and now he's getting it right in his face. And he's he's oddly enough he's handling it like 
healthily and kind of well, poss- probably because he is like a well-adjusted human being. Right. Yeah. Well, the thing I noticed too with this is that it seems like the person who acts first, everybody follows. Yeah. So that seems to be the way everyone does it because it was like you have to actually. Like, he tells everyone, like, hey, this is our opportunity, but then he acts on it. And since he actually acted on it, everyone's like, well, I guess there's, that, that's the option we're going to go with. As opposed to, like, Sasha, like, a right. week ago, where she was like, come on, guys, we can do it, and then just sort of stands there. Yeah, and... like, she didn't actually act on it. I think if she had acted on it, everyone would have been like, yeah, was, like, they would have just followed her. But, but right. notice how, like, okay, so he's number six, and then we had numbers two, three, and four right there. Numbers two, three, and four in the top class, just standing around going... Yep, shit be whacked, yo. We yeah, were Ryan talking just about that a his butt. last week. It's like, why aren't you people doing anything? Quit twiddling your thumbs. Right, Get right. it together. I don't know we just had the Raging Titan, but you, you guys didn't go over this last week. Where the hell is the Armor Titan? Like, why isn't it following the same pattern as last time? We don't know. What the hell is going on? We don't even know where the Colossal Titan went after it disappeared. Right. <laughs> it literally, like, evaporated out of existence. But it was, like, a matter... Like, as far as we could see in, like, in Showtime, it was, like, a matter of minutes after the Colossal Titan kicked down the gate. It couldn't have been more than ten minutes before the Armor Titan came in and smashed through the inner gate. Well, that's what I was... I, I thought at the very beginning of the series during that first attack when you see the Armor Titan smash through the wall. I'm like, okay, game over. This is the end of Civilization. The rest of the series is going to be picking up the pieces. Because I thought they were just going to blow through the, west, the rest of the walls, but then they didn't. And now the Armor Titan, you're right, the Armor Titan's nowhere to be seen. So it's like, what is going on here? And now we have, another, but then we have this other Titan, so we have another abnormal Titan that shows up. And it just starts attacking other titans. And I guess, spoiler alert, it's Aaron. Everyone. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, they didn't need the, uh, like, strategically speaking, they didn't need the armored titan. Because the way that the towns were made is the first colossal titan kicked out the outer bubble. And then the armored titan made it actually into the wall. Yeah. So it was like a two-pronged thing as opposed to just, uh, but at this point, the colossal titan did everything that he needed to do. Yeah, so but, again, where's what, where's well, stage we're, two we're in their master wondering, plan? We're just wondering what the point is, it, because they could just plow through and destroy all of humanity, like, within a matter of minutes. So why well, why didn't they do it five years they? ago, then? Yeah. I mean, right. like... Why is that not their end goal, then? Like, what yeah, are... Yeah, so it's... Are, are they trying to sort of corral humanity into just, like, one little corner? And then what? Like, what? what's the purpose? What's the point? Um, yeah. Maybe it's to make them suffer. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I mean, really. That could be it. Maybe it's just like they want to slowly make the kings and queens in the inner wall sweat it and be like, mm-hmm, we're coming for you slowly but surely. <laughs> but bringing it back to some levity, wasn't anyway. it adorable the way that Connie was carrying Aaron? <laughs> no. I mean Armin. Armin, yeah. I Armin, shipped them. Sorry, Armin, yeah. <laughs> like, that was just cute. Let's face it. It really was. <laughs> but as they, they make it into this wall, right. though, they actually do end up making it in following Jean, and he really, like, he did do a good job leading them, because action is better than inaction, and at that moment, they were in inaction, so regardless of his thoughts and his fears and freaking out that he led people to die, they would have died if they didn't do anything, so this is better than nothing, and as... Uh, he's thinking these thoughts. All of a sudden, a titan head smashes into the wall. <laughs> like, hey, I'm gonna go. Hello, why don't I come meet you? Yeah. Oh, hi guys. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like a good uh, gif or something. Just like head smashing. Just like, oh hi, with HAI. They should replace that with Nicolas Cage's face. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. oh god. Can you imagine a Nicolas Cage. Face? <laughs> <laughs> 
That would be that would go on the Nicholas Cage subreddit, I think. Yeah. For sure. Once you're God, yeah. So all of a sudden, panic all everywhere. And as they do they're panicking, there's this sudden pause when all of a sudden face just gets smashed in. <laughs> like what? Just slow motion as you see the fist come in from the raging titan and then just and when it goes back into normal motion just to see two titans fly across and like their legs come up in like a really cartoonish way. <laughs> It's really hilarious. And then, like, Mikasa and Connie just fly in Armin and just, like, they don't even realize, like, no one else knows that hell's going on. They're like, wow, that was awesome. We did it. That was, yeah, go us. And everyone's like, what was that? Why? What is this? That's our new best friend. <laughs> and I love Connie. He's just like, that big, beautiful SOB is our ticket out of here. Yeah, they're, like, Connie's in such a good mood. He's like, this is awesome. Things are great. And everyone else is freaking out, like, what is, what is this? What is, I don't know what this is. Yeah, like, if if I were everyone else, it'd be like, wait, there's a more powerful Mm -hmm. titan out there just trying to kill everything? (laughs) Yeah. Well, somebody does bring up the point, I think it might have been John brought up the point of, well, once he's done with them, who's to say he's not going to come after us? And Armin's response is, do we really need to worry about that right now? He's got a lot to burn through. Yeah, and Connie was like, I guess we'll just cross that bridge and we come to it. (laughs) One thing at a time. That's a big-ass bridge. (laughs) It really is. Yeah, but, I mean, hey, they're right, though. I mean, like, they have other things to worry about right now, and this seems to be helping them. So, what, you freak out about the Titan that's helping you, or do you worry about everything else going on about the titans that are actually in the building that are actually in the building so they do decide to go worry about the titans that are in the building and Armin once again devises a plan for everyone this is the second time he comes up with a strategic plan and the idea being that they're going to stun all the titans and then the best seven will come in that are there with them and swoop in to um, take them out once they're stunned and and, and set up for this um the the reason why like the 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 supply team has not been getting everybody new blades and new gas is that there there are four meter high t- uh, titans that have actually managed to make their way into the supply room and then that's there's like seven of them that's what they got to deal with so that's, and good old Captain yeah. Freakout just like went and pieced out on them into the inner <laughs> wall and yeah. left them on their own with titans in the building so yeah so they and, didn't yeah. know what how to handle that. <laughs> That's why they're hiding under desks instead of, like, going out and helping people. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so it was John freaks out on them about as that was their job and they didn't do it. But regardless, they now are in this moment. Armin has devised this strategy and he doesn't think it's a good idea. He's like, I'm willing to be talked down. And Mikasa finally tells him, like, hey, you're a really great strategist regardless of what you think. And he finally starts getting some positive reinforcement his way mm-hmm. of, like, maybe you're not as bad as you have always thought you are were because he always looks down on himself constantly well, for not being strong, like, physically strong. Yeah. And she, she straight up tells him at one point, you know, you've saved us before. And he's like, when did I do that? Because the only things he ever remembers are them, like, saving him from bullies and yeah. saving him from getting picked on. And he never thinks of himself as having saved anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I like that he finally gets to shine because, like, he spent the last few episodes just kind of like moaning about how weak he was. But now you get to see like where his strengths actually lie, and like, um, I super—he's like one of my favorite characters in the show, just because like in every anime I've watched, it's like, ah, oh, the strong survive, but it's like, no, the smart as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's really great to see um, him like, you know, developing into like 
internally a stronger person and being able to stand up and actually say what he's thinking because his mind is going a million miles per hour but he's always afraid to say things so right. it's really cool to see him like step it up and actually take a very strong leadership position yeah absolutely so. because and, nobody else has any ideas <laughs> yeah Especially, I don't know, well, Connie's full of ideas. Well, no, don't. Reiner has a great idea. Hey, guys, let's take this sword. Okay, follow me on this. Right. We're going to take these swords. All right, we're going to sneak up behind them, and we're going to shove them right up their ass. <laughs> Just right up there. All right, Reiner, you got Maybe this. That's why Reiner wasn't leading people onto the charge for HQ. <laughs> now that I, th- I was complaining last week, what? I'm like, why isn't number, you know, the second, you know, in the squad doing anything? It was like, oh, it's probably because there's not a whole lot going on. <laughs> Did you stop refrain from saying number two? Uh, just like you went number uh, second in the squad. Well, I, I yeah, I guess I did. No, Reiner, I thought Reiner was number three and Bertolt was number two. I don't no, remember the order. I thought Reiner was number two and then Annie was number three. Yeah. Bertholdt's four, I think. Some, Regardless, the ones who were the ones who were more suited supposedly than Jean were not leading. That's the point, and yeah. that they weren't or doing anything. Armin, let's also or, or Armin. But the thing is that we also get in that that moment is we get now all of a sudden now these what we've seen through the series is these pan movements of instead of doing actual animation, here's a picture and we're just going to pan down the picture. You know, I'm, I'm totally glad. I don't need to see an animation of these kids walking somewhere, discussing stuff. It's just funny because it always kind of takes you out a this, little bit. And I agree. This, I'd rather see the other things animated. This was the first time, like, when I was watching through the series initially that I actually noticed it. You know, the series has done it a few yeah. times before, but I thought it was just kind of a stylistic thing and I didn't think anything of it. This was the point where I'm like, Oh, okay. It's because the budget is going elsewhere. <laughs> and yeah, I, I agree. I'm okay with it as long as, like, where the budget's going, mm. it looks absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I just mean, usually when we see it, it's like giant environmental set pieces. And it's like, okay, they do the pan where it's like there's a lot of buildings. And you're like, well, I get it. Whereas this was the first time it was a close up on characters. For the most part, it was really like there would have been much more. Well, movement. and what was weird is that it was kind of partially animated. Yeah, because like at one point. Start it start having a character talk, and then it would go back to the same still yeah. frame. And it's just kind of like, huh, that was an odd choice. Because, yeah, really they, they cut in with, like, uh, yeah, one of them talking, and then cut back to another pan. All right, I just want to point that out. So we, after this, though, they actually end up doing this plan, which is they drop in down the elevator with rifles set to go. And what we get is actually one of the scenes from the intro. And this is the only reason I bring that up before we talk about everything else involved in this. It's just because every time during the intro they showed that moment, I was just like, when's that going to happen? When's that got to happen? Because it seemed like such an exciting moment. So we got to actually see that intro moment happen and play out here. Yeah. yeah. No. no, that was really cool. I, I, I it, did, it took me a while to realize that, you know, what was going on in the opening was actual events in the series. Yeah. Um, because, you know, sometimes with anime openings, sometimes, you know, it could be like, oh, this is stuff that's actually happening in the plot. And otherwise, it's, other times it's just, oh, like, look, this is here to look pretty. Yeah. So I was actually really glad to see that this was actually something that happened. Yeah, it's such a cool moment. Yeah. But we get the, it was actually Marco who's leading them with the countdown of like when they're going to shoot. I believe it was Marco, right? No yeah. pressure, no pressure. Marco. <laughs> yeah, but like he, he does a good job of like waiting until like literally the very last second. Like, hey, before we see we, they they see the giant head turn, start creeping towards them. Good thing he didn't suddenly decide to do like one of those snap bites that we've seen them do before. Yeah, instead they all just slowly creep in on the group. Ugh. Good thing, but... <laughs> yeah, this plan could have very easily gone no. way, way wrong. Yeah, I was assuming they were kind of taking their pick, like, that one looks tasty. <laughs> yeah, 
Like that one's for me. You can have that one. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's like Give I'm more of a fan up. of brunettes. Somebody else can have the blonde. Who wants the blonde? <laughs> uh, it's like someone lowered a bucket of fries. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that one looks like it has a little bit more salt on it. I want that one. Mm-hmm. So if somebody lowered a bucket of fries right now onto this table, would we just converge on I it? I think, like, yeah, we yeah. all just slowly go like, uh, <laughs> so, you know. Well, I, I think we would. We'd be like, is that, is that a bucket of fries? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh nice. <laughs> well, for those of you who, who are listening to Did the you podcast, just make that in the moment, or did you find that? Just made it. Nice. Yes. Well, <laughs> nice. Steven actually made a macro of two titans looking in at Jean, saying, oh, hi. Well, hello there. And then Jean going, shit. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Steven. Nice. If you, if you can replace one of those faces with Nicolas like Cage in the next five minutes, I will <laughs> share it. He's like, accepted. challenge accepted. Photoshop, yeah. go. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you for making that. <laughs> so, yeah, so in this moment, though, they get, so they end up shooting all of them at the right moment. We get all the, the seven swooping in. But Connie and Sasha miss their marks, don't quite hit it, and mess up, and as Sasha runs away saying, I, I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> How did she get in the top ten again? Yeah, she's good at control. Well, well she, she, we saw she, that she's good at controlling the 3D uh, maneuvering gear. Yeah. yeah, she's got great instincts, but she just froze up. Because um, we saw her on the wall, you know, when, when the attack happened, and she saved one of her fellow cadets by, like, running down the wall and shooting mm. off her grappling hook. So she's very capable. It's just she, for whatever reason, she froze up this time. I guess it's a little different when a titan is looking you in the face. Maybe, right. she, didn't, maybe she didn't have her potato that day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she's like, I haven't eaten in five minutes. So. <laughs> Um, a little off my game. This is not a good day for me. I can't imagine how this day could possibly get any. <laughs> uh, and this is their first time, like, at the, like fighting them without their 3D gear. So it's like, I mean, one, it's adjusting to basically throwing yourself at them. I mean, and they have this much. I'm putting my fingers really close together <laughs> for those who are listening. Um, margin of error. No, I didn't yeah. even think about that, but that, you're right. They don't have their 3D maneuvering even, gear. Yeah. Even though we, yeah, even if they did, though, it's a really confined space. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, there's, even if they could, like, launch themselves across the room, there's not, you know, really a whole lot of room for them to work. Hey, guys, with. we have a special guest appearance coming in. Oh. Okay. Oh. Is may, it uh, Nicolas Cage? <laughs> it is not Nicolas Cage. <laughs> hey, hey, what's hey. up? Oh my God. Thank you so Hi. much for joining. I showed up early and apparently got pushed into the uh, guest cast. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us in the studio today is Matthew Mercer. He's the voice of Captain Levi. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know if this is worthy. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. You, you got yeah, you it got right it. away. So Beautiful. Wondrous. Well, we're going to get a sneak peek at Levi's voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for coming on. No worries. No worries. I'm going to sit here and stare at you awkwardly while you All right. the podcast. <laughs> We all wish Levi would have been in this episode. Then everyone, yeah. every, the whirlwind blade would have happened. Everyone died immediately. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Titans would have been gone. It wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah, trees to the face would have been terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, just since uh, since the people who are watching through the series haven't haven't been introduced very, they were re- introduced to Levi very very briefly. Pieces, yeah. Very briefly. What can they expect? Uh, <laughs> expect a lot of glowering a lot of of half frustrated not really giving a crap about anybody else um yeah no levi's levi's a badass character and he definitely makes quite a few interesting introductions for the next few episodes so it'll be a lot of fun we'll actually be meeting him relatively soon here too for the toonami version so yeah 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 so let's go ahead and jump back to the episode. We'll, we'll talk about Levi a little bit more yeah, no once, once we get further. But we're uh, so at the moment we were at was um, Annie and 
Annie and Mikasa. Mikasa. Yeah, Mikasa are the ones who come in and then end up saving the day here without really using their 3D maneuvering gear. So yeah. quite the badasses <laughs> to be able to do that. Uh, well, they have quite the leap. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you see, like when Mikasa was uh, essentially giving up on life and uh, her body was reacting on instinct, she got at least like four meters high. <laughs> she jumps high. She yeah. jumps high. <laughs> Double leap. Yeah, and when she just broke wood with her bare feet, like yeah. the, the ground, and smashed and crunched her uh, yeah, dagger I think, or knife. I think crushing the handle was yeah. my favorite bit. She just crushed it with her hands. Really? Because I'm really focused on the stab the guy in the heart from his back. You know that part? <laughs> yeah. That thing where a nine-year-old kid did that? Do you guys remember that? <laughs> that that was a little insane. So, <laughs> now that she's six years older. Oh, oh there we go. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, For those geez. of you listening again, <laughs> you have a fan out of John. <laughs> Stephen did Photoshop a picture of Nicolas Cage onto a Titan you face. You, sir, have been declared night. sheriff. <laughs> I think this I need- will get you a star next time I'm in. Someone needs to put that on Reddit immediately. I have an extra cookie in my bag. I feel like Stephen just earned it. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> And brilliant. <laughs> brilliant anyway. things come from this show. <laughs> anyway, so back so, to the episode. Yeah, back to the episode. They actually end up pulling this off, and they're like, okay, they set up their gear, they're ready to escape, they start leaving, and uh, John's like, let's get the hell out of this place. <laughs> when Mikasa's staring at the um, raging titan, and kind of like, hey, maybe we should save this thing, and... John's like, uh, no. <laughs> Let's <laughs> that not do that. the worst idea I've ever heard. And that's, admittedly, I mean, it is it is a really far out there idea. It's like, okay, so you're telling me that this massive 15 meter tall titan who seems to be just constantly pissed off and punching everything, and your basic idea is to allow him to continue living when it seems like he's not going to. That's correct. I'm following. This is the plan, right? Going yeah. forward? Yes. <laughs> so I could list all the ways that this could go horribly wrong, but I'm just going to stare at you indignantly. <laughs> but good thing that the titan that happened to kill Thomas from uh, a few episodes ago shows up all out of the blue. Wait, who? Who's Thomas? <laughs> An NPC. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Red shirt. Yeah. And... What do you know? This this Titan is really angry at that one for some reason. Okay, well, I mean, we already know it's Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> so, yeah, recognizes that Titan and just goes into ultra rage and mode. without any arms, mind you. Yeah. <laughs> goes in and attacks Well, no, no, no. He, he goes into rage mode with arms, and his arms get torn off. Yeah. As he's running at it. Yeah. He's like, I don't need these. I have teeth. And, and just bites his neck off. <laughs> yeah. All right. Kills everything using this guy as an improvised flail. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it's really kind of absurd when you're looking at it because you're just like, how? What? Because <laughs> it's just, you know, a one-man wrecking ball, so to speak. And he... But he hasn't, I don't even, it's just, it's a very absurd image. That's all. I, I can't even describe absurdly it. It's absurdly amazing image. <laughs> so now they're ready to go as the Titan is dying when Aaron emerges like a butterfly from his cocoon <laughs> out of the Titan. And Mikasa goes running for him. And some oddities there. He emerges with, as Aaron or Armin's going to point out, his arm regrown and his leg regrown. And you see the clothing's ripped. 
but hmm. his arms are there. And, and, his three, clearly, and his 3D gear is gone. Yeah. yeah. And we clearly saw his arm go flying into the distance, so Armin's like, but how is this even possible? This is it, this doesn't seem physically possible. What happened here? Yeah, right. This very very emotional scene, which then you know John, being John, of course, kind of interrupts and's like, "Hey guys, I don't I don't want to break this up. I know we're all happy, but um, now might be a good time to get the fuck out of Dodge." He's <laughs> like, "Okay, so uh, let's Aaron, do this." Aaron did this. Um, that happened. Yeah. But um, I have to ask, because we, we've all seen this through the series before, um, so it was really hard not to say anything last week, but did you guys see that coming? Like, was that, like, a surprise, or did you have, as like, a As soon suspicion? as the Raging Titan showed up, I was just like, Aaron's going to be in control of that. Like, I, it, just because I've seen enough anime that I was just like, he's coming back in some yeah. way. Uh, well, my roommate, and I won't say who it is, <laughs> kind of spoiled it for me. <laughs> I don't know who that could possibly be. <laughs> How about you, Ty? There, Dave. You didn't even know you were going to watch the series. You were debating it the entire time. Well, no. When you were watching it, I thought it looked cool, and that's what got me to, sparked me to watch it. But And then when you said that he died, I was like, oh, that's amazing. But then as I started watching it, you were like, and he came back. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't get to the part where he died yet, so I didn't, like... <laughs> Yeah. So you had that spoiled. We were we were watching kind of simultaneously at one point where I just started the series as he was at the later half of it, but I did watch it because of John. So thank you, John, for getting me started on the yeah. great series. You're welcome. Yeah. And then spoiling part of it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I kind of I knew it was going to happen, but it was still um, I don't know. Like I'm kind of mixed about because I thought it was so cool that they were willing to kill off a main character. Yeah. And then the fact that they ended up bringing him back, I was like, oh, I don't know if I like that because it was yeah, so cool to me that they took what very, seemed like such a great risk. It would have been very interesting to see how the series had progressed, how they not brought him back. But at the same time, I really like what the show has done because there's still a lot of mystery yeah, and a lot of yeah. intrigue in terms of like how and why did this happen. Right. So even even though it's kind of disappointing that they really didn't take that risk, it still had a lot of shock value, and it still left a hell of an impression. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it does bring great questions to the table, definitely. Mm-hmm. And it, for anyone who's just watching now for the first time, it's especially going to be like, well, how did he survive? What, is this going to get answered? What's going to happen? So a lot of huge questions in this moment. Yeah. I was hoping that Mikasa would become the main character from then on. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been pretty fantastic. Well, you don't want the raging bull to be the main character? <laughs> uh, only if they had, like, I don't know, King Kongdom. him. Like, every time they wanted to use him, they chained him up and, like, let him go. <laughs> yeah. I think that would have been awesome, too. But then it would have been a problem when they actually got to, like, season seven or eight and Mikasa got to the basement and was like, cool, finally... Wait, where's the key? Ah, <laughs> yeah. Damn it! She's like, oh, it's all the way back. <laughs> she would have broken the door down. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, this is wood at this point. I guess the key is just kind of more of a formality. Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. Yeah, I don't really think about that. I'm just like, we need the key, and you're right. It's like, do you really need the key? <laughs> Unless it's like a steel reinforced door. Also possible. I don't know. Right. I don't. Well, we never he, actually got to see their basement. Yeah. Yeah, he was so into basement construction, man. It's just intense. <laughs> yeah. This it's is like. Secret. That's that's where all the money really went from the best Watch, doctor in town. There's not even a lock on it. There's just a sign that says "Keep Out." <laughs> Dad's working. Beware. <laughs> and you're just supposed to hang the key up next to it. It's just a polite thing. 
But we should mention, though, so we do have Matthew Mercer here, who is the voice of Levi! So, Levi is actually one of the best characters in this series, who we haven't met yet, but thank you so much for coming on. I'll be it halfway through, and we'll, hey. we'll be your character later. But what what was it like when you got the call or when you found out you were on the show? Did you know? Were you excited about it, or did you know how big the series was? I wasn't prepared for quite how large the fandom was. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd heard of it, and I'd seen a bunch of uh, like cosplay about it at Anime Expo last year, and was like really interested in what this show was, but didn't really know what it was about. So I went and found a trailer on YouTube, and was like, oh, it's, uh, it's about big people, little <laughs> people. Okay, it's a little vague, interesting. And so when uh, I got the, the audition sides in from Funimation, I read through them and was like, okay, this is some cool dialogue, some interesting character backgrounds. Perhaps I should watch this. So I didn't know I had booked it yet and then decided to go ahead and marathon it on uh, Hulu. And you know, yeah. I was going to watch a few episodes just to get an idea for it. I was like, I'll just watch like two or three. <laughs> Cut to nine hours later. I haven't left the camera. I'm like, the show is amazing. <laughs> um, so I was super excited when I got the phone call. I remember like I was in my car and I pulled over and was like telling Mike McFarlane, the director, on the phone. I'm like, yeah, go. No, great. Looking forward to it. We'll schedule something. Cool, it'll be fun. Thanks. Bye. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was my favorite character at that point. Oh too. yeah, yeah. So it was like it was it was kind of a cool little nerdgasm moment. <laughs> yeah, and that's like I mean to me too. Like that's the character to get. Levi's the character. So yeah. congratulations Thank on you. that. Thank so you. later on, when your friends are watching the show and Levi does something amazing, you're gonna be like, "That's me. That's yeah, me. I did that." Yeah. And later, later down the show, if he ends up doing something really terrible, they'll be like, "You did this." And I'm like, I didn't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's 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 been pretty cool. I was not prepared for how big the fandom was, and there was a lot of pressure on me. Suddenly, it's like, "Cool, I got Levi." On Google, oh, I got Levi. Better not mess this up. You know, so it's but it's it's really cool. Everyone's been really positive about it. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, like, anime Asen's coming real soon here in LA, so I'm sure. You're gonna have quite the uh, fandom coming towards you, so <laughs> prepare. Yeah, I'll be. I'll th- I think I'm gonna stop by. I have a on Saturday. I have a panel, like a, a voice actor, kind of like a inside the voice actor studio okay. thing around one thirty, and then I'm doing a couple other signings around. And I, so, if you ever see me in the halls and you folks going to Anime Expo, don't don't be afraid to say hi. Especially if you're Levi, and then we can clean stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> Just go on a cleaning spree. Yeah, it'd be good. <laughs> Just watch out. I don't know. I'm afraid of what that would entail, what would happen with that. <laughs> I've, I've had to sign, like, Windex bottles and stuff at different <laughs> events. It's kind of a fun thing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, For people watching through the series, you'll get that joke yeah, in a couple yeah. weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, a few weeks here. Man, I can't wait, though. But, yeah, thank you so much for coming on briefly. And I know Sword Art Online is waiting to, <laughs> as your character's already there for Sword Art Online. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully we can have you back later when Levi's actually introduced and we can really go into detail about why the Windex joke makes a lot of sense really soon. <laughs> yeah, but, please. That'd be yeah. great. I'd enjoy that a lot. Great. Well, yeah, awesome. thank you so much for joining us. And, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching the Attack on Titan panel. And uh, as we get the big, giant reveal of Aaron being back, that's a major moment. And lots of questions opened up for this show. As the show, I mean, the pacing of the show has just been like that. And yeah. it will mm-hmm. keep on going. So uh, we will see you guys next week. But once again, guys, I'm Dave Klein. You can find me on Twitter at TheDaveKlein. That is K-L-E-I-N. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Manguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. Also, real quick, if you like what we're doing, go to iTunes and give us a five star rating. Leave a comment. Let, let us know what you think. Awesome. And uh, my name is John Quick. You can find me on Twitter at Now Quick. And as uh, Miss Manguin said, please <laughs> search us out on iTunes. Let us know, a- even in the comments on YouTube. Uh, and I am Tari Miller. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tari J. That's T A U R I J. A-Y. I can't <laughs> talk today. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in. 
And you can follow Katie on um, on Twitter at Kia J. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. K-I-A-X-E-T. Yes. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> really, really. <laughs> Some letters together. What but about you, Matthew? Oh, uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Matthew Mercer. M-A-T-T-H-E-W-M-E-R-C-E-R. Well, that's the confusing one. So, <laughs> yeah. all right. All right, but thank you guys so much for joining us. And we'll see you next week. Later. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.